So, Johnny Tudor, hola, and uh, welcome home. Uh, it's, well, what was it like? What was it like? Was it good? It was muy bien, muy bien. He tenido un vacacion muy bien. Yes, I had a lovely time. I was there for about five days. Um, the day before I arrived, apparently it rained, but then oh. while I was there, the sun was out every day. I swam in the sea. I had lovely fish. I had lovely glasses of wine. And I met some old friends. It was great. Fantastic. So we've given you, we, you're our roving reporter in Malaga. Uh, yeah. So let's, let's, let's start our first clip then. So this is the, um, this is the view from the hotel bedroom. Let's have a little look. Let's have a little look. Hola, buenos dias de Malaga. I am Mal, here I am. I'll just show you a little vista from my room. It's not bad. First of all, there's the sea over there. And as we come around, you can see the top of the cathedral, which is rather beautiful. And then you come a bit further, we see the, the port on the top of the hill. And this is the roundabout, and there's the traffic going by. It's a beautiful day. It's not bad, is it? It's hard life at sea, Mal. Well, it looks lovely. Well, that looks fantastic, Johnny. So, um, how, how did you cho- choose the hotel? Just at random, pinning the pinning the you know in the book, or did you? No, did you no. What it was it? when I used to go, to, I've been to Malaga quite a bit. I used to go there to do Spanish lessons. Right. And um, I used to go to the beach after the lessons, and this is right near the beach. Oh. Literally, the the bullring is behind me, and the beach is in front, and all the amenities and all the the different cafes are all around about. And I've often thought about it as a nice hotel. Yeah. Um, and I did stay there last year with Alwyn for a couple of days and we liked it. So I knew about it and I just rebooked it. And it sounds, I mean, you know, you've gone through the things that you wanted to have, like the um, like the sardines and the Rioja and all, yeah, all of that. Yeah. Was, was the food good? The food's always good. And the thing is, the fish is phenomenal and the cheap. It's so cheap to eat in Spain, yeah. well, especially in Malaga. I mean, for instance, the last night we had a big bowl of salad enough for three people yeah. uh, between us. And then we had uh, paella. And then we had, um, uh, they call it flan, it's a cream caramel, mm-hmm. and three glasses of wine, and it was 30 euros. Wow. I mean, that's not even 25 quid. No, no. I mean, and the fish is always great quality, and I don't know, it's, it's just very cheap to live there. Yeah. And people don't know Malaga. They, they jump off the plane in Malaga Airport, they go down the coast, they never see it. Yes. It's a beautiful city. And a, a nice beach as well. Let's, let's, let's cross now to our reporter from the beach. Uh, <laughs> Lovely. I mean, it looks nice. It's got the parasols and everything there. And you're, you're on the sea. I suppose people do go along the costa, don't they? But um, look, look, the sea looks nice there for catching some rays, as you say. Well, the sea is so clear. It's what lovely. It's not as warm as we'd say Mallorca because Mallorca is right in the middle of the Med, which is very warm. Mm. Because Malaga is getting closer to the Gibraltar and the, uh, where the, um, the Atlantic joins it's a bit cooler. It's not cold. Mm-hmm. It's like a very, very nice Porth Coal water, if you know <laughs> what I mean. It's not cold and it's not hot. But it's great. It's very refreshing. Very I enjoy refreshing. it. And you went in every day like you always do back every here? Every day, boy. I swam out to the boy as well, which is quite a way out. Well done, well and, done. Uh, I, no, I just love it. It's great there. Yeah. All right, so you met a couple of friends. Uh, let's, let's hear you introduce you meeting your first friend. I started in Malaga, call me Amiga Mia. This is my friend, Sean Hopkins, who's lived here for how many years, Sean? 20-something. 20-something years. We worked together at a show called A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum in 1966. <laughs> I know we don't know the Golden, but there we are. Say hello, Sean. Hello. hello. Say something and come back. Well, when shall I come back? When shall I come back? I went to me, because she was brought up in Welsh, so I had to learn them. 
Anyway, we're having a great time here in Balaga. We're going to have some nice pescados, some fish. We've fished tonight. Fished tonight. We've had drinks. We've had drinks. Yes. And we've shot the breeze about show business, all the people we've worked with. And she was in Murray's Cabaret Club in London with Christine Keeler and Mandy Rice Davis. Well, you, you, you met a few people in the gym. Yeah, well, like you, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to tell. So, hello, Mal. This is my friend, as I said, and we're going to be home soon, and I'll tell you all about it when we get back. Ta da. So, Sean, so how long have you known Sean for then? I've known Sean since 1967. And I was in a show when I was, I was only a teenager, and so was she. And it was called A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum. Right, right. And she was playing the Virgin. Right. And what she told me yesterday was she, she hated it when she had that line, but I am a virgin, because everybody used to say, I hate layers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the back. What's not today? Uh, but no, she's a lovely girl. And um, then we, did we work again? Yeah, I don't think we ever worked together after that, but we used to bump into each other in the BBC and places, because she did a lot, did Sean, you know. Mm. I mean, she was in different shows, and she was at um, uh, the Murray's, Murray's Cabaret Club in London about the same time as Christine Keeler, she told me. Oh, wow. And all those people, yeah. Wow. So she's been around, and she married the, the famous actor, um, Ray Smith. Right. And, unfortunately, Ray died. So she, when Ray died, she sold up. They were living in Aberdeer then. She sold up the house, and she moved to Spain, and she's been there 20 years. Goodness me. And then she used to help out with the, the local amateur dramatics because a lot of retired pros down there, see, and so they used to put on these shows. And so she used to do a bit of directing, a bit of performing, and in the end, she was doing, like, the wardrobe and everything. So she was getting really involved with it. And that's why she stayed all this time. She loved it. OK, OK. Uh, friend number two. We move now from Sean to Kathy. Hello, this is Johnny Tudor as himself. <laughs> this is Kathy <laughs> as, as Johnny's friend himself. Kathy <laughs> and I have been going back a few years. She worked with me in Monte Carlo, didn't we? Did Monte Carlo? We did. And you were also my choreographer. Yes, for your TV show. Yes. Yeah. So here she is. She lives in Malaga. I mean, normally mates in Malaga. How wonderful is that? How long? Wow. How long have you been here? Uh, nearly a year. Nearly a year. Yeah. Can I come and stay for nothing? Of course you can. Oh, here's yourself. That's myself. <laughs> Salam, Mal. See you later. Bye, Mal. Well, obviously you're having a good night out. Nothing. You've had some good nights out with Cathy in the past. As you met Danny Monte Carlo. What was? I mean, do you um do you reminisce? Do you were you reminiscing over the paella? Oh, oh yeah. Cathy is one of my best friends. She is such a character. I mean, she's always got a laugh. I mean, I, I've never known a girl like it. A sense of humor is second to none. She told me this story, which will explain that clip, actually. She went to a fellow called Ronnie Coyles, who was the dame in pantomime with us. She went to his funeral. And who was there but Harry Hill? Right. Now, Harry Hill isn't his real name. I can't remember what it is. It could be Joe Block, but it's not Harry Hill. Anyway, so she was speaking to Clive Exchange, who's the choreographer we used to work with. And his boyfriend is a bit like... Precious. Okay, <laughs> He's a nice bloke, but he wanted to know why. Yeah. No, did did Harry Hill, did he come as himself? <laughs> so she said, what do you mean? Because he did, came as himself. Because she didn't know he had a different name. What he meant was, did he come as Harry Hill or Joe Blunt? <laughs> so that was it. Come as yourself. And she couldn't stop laughing. So when she told me this story, that's why I say it's Johnny Tudor as himself. <laughs> <laughs> It makes a lot of sense. That no, makes a lot of sense. I mean, you, you obviously you spent your time on the beach uh, meeting with friends, yeah. but you know, it, it, nice cafe society as well. We've got a we've got a little clip of you in now, just uh, having a little G and T in the middle of town. Let's have a little look. 
So people are masked up looking at the video. People are masked up, but there's, yeah, still, yeah. there's still that cafe culture in in Malaga. Oh people. yeah, I mean it's not compulsory though in the streets uh, or at outside, obviously. But the shops are very stringent. A bit not like us. I mean, you go walk in a shop here with a without a mask on, and you're you're not supposed to, I suppose, but they do it over there. It's straight away, put your mask on and tell you straight away. Want to do it? And fair fair enough, that's what they do. And on the buses and things like that. But other than that, it's quite open and free. And in the restaurants, you just sit down without your mask and eat your food mm. and drink your vino. Yeah. Here I am in the centre of Malaga with Alwyn. We just had a lovely gin and tonic. Say hello, Alwyn Reese. Hello. We're having a fabulous time. Just um, people watching, to be honest. I mean, we're in Larios, the main area of uh, Malaga. And all the people coming up and down, it's really lovely. And it's so nice and warm. That's See it. Soon. Yeah, it's fantastic. And of course, I can practice my Espanol. There we are. Hey, muy bien, muy bien. Watching all the lovely people all dressed up. Obviously, they, they suffered an awful lot in the first wave of, oh, of COVID. They so did, it's, yeah. it really has left a mark on the country, I'd have thought, that they take those things yeah, very, yeah. very seriously. Yeah. I mean, the thing, the, the, the only drag with the whole holiday was all the filling in forms before and after. Mm-hmm. I mean, before you go, you've got to get your certificate that says you've been double vaccinated. Well, that's not easy. That's not hard. Just ring them up and they send it. Mm-hmm. Or you can download it. Um, but then you've got to do what they call a locator form for Spain. So you're going to get onto their government website to download their locator form, fill all the stuff in, what age you are, where you live, where you're going to sit on the plane, which hotel you're going to and all that. And then that's to go out there. Then when you're out there, you have to have another locator form to get back into Britain. And that's even worse. And they want to know how long you're going to stay. Well, we live here, don't we? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so I had it on my phone, right? So I'm going, oh, hang on, I can't do this. This is terrible. So I go downstairs and the girl printed it out for me off the desk. So that was easy enough. In the end, we did it. Yeah. And then we had to have another test two days before we came back. Right. Which turned out negative. And then you could have another certificate to say you're, you're negative. Yeah. Then when you come back, You've got to do another test, which i got to do tomorrow, to say I didn't catch it on the plane. So uh, that's the only drawback, is that rubbish? But once you get over that, yeah. when you're there, you relax and you enjoy life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now then, while you've been yeah. away, we've had a bit of an Indian summer going on. Um, yeah, I read that. The days have been lovely, but the nights have been quite chilly. You know, we've had a harvest oh, right. moon, so that's that's been beautiful. Yeah. Um, we, let's have a little, little look at Malaga by night. The view Malaga at night. That's the castle all lit up. Beautiful, isn't it? Wonderful. Wow, what a city. I love this place. One of my favourite places in Spain. People come into the Balaga airport, go to Torremolinas and Borobanus. They don't know what they're missing. Is it warm in the evenings then in Balaga? Very warm, yeah. I mean, you can sit out in your shorts and T-shirt. I mean, it's really warm. Mm. In fact... It was too hot to sleep at night, so there was air conditioning in the hotel. But I, I don't know about you, I hate air conditioning. It dries you out, doesn't it? Dries it dries all those throats mm-hmm. up, and, mm-hmm. and it gets freezing cold at night, so yeah. I turned it off, and then I left the windows open. Yeah. But of course, there was a Ferrari <laughs> a Ferrari convention going on, so these Ferraris go, wow, yeah. wow. <laughs> so it kept me awake half the night. 
But it was great. I mean, the room was lovely, big king-size bed, you know. It was really comfortable. Yeah, yes. So oh, all, in, yeah. all in all, your little jaunt to Malaga, you've had a good time. Do you feel rested or have you, are you, you know, do you need all the day? Well, I'll tell it? you a little story, Mum. I was rested until until Friday when I got a phone call from my agent to say, could I do a, a Zoom audition, please? I said, I'm in Malaga. And it wasn't just a talking one. It was, you know, it was a dancing thing and the, the whole bit. So I said, well, I can't. I said, I'm over here. So he, I said, well, when I get up first thing, I will. Anyway, there was an NDA, is it an NDA non-disclosure thing. Agreement, yeah, so right. I can't tell you what it's called or what it's about. No, I won't tell anybody. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it'll be all over the world. Um, so I get, I can't, they said they sent you, I had to sign this before I could get the script. So I signed it. I had to go downstairs again, see the girl on the desk, get this thing printed out, <laughs> do it, send it, picture, send it back. So they said, they've sent you the script. Well, I didn't get it. <laughs> so I kept bringing that noise. They said, they sent it to you. I said, well, have a look at your junk. I looked at my junk. It wasn't in my junk. So I thought, oh, that's it now. And, and of course, I think that the cutoff date was yesterday. Right. Anyway, I arrived home last night. Did you get it? They sent it again to you. I said, no, I haven't got it. So eventually I look in my, my, on my computer. Would you believe it? I've got two um, junk mail boxes. Oh, Don't no. ask me why. Wow. And I was looking in the wrong one. Wrong and logic. it was there. Oh, there was there. So did you do it? Have you so done the audition? I did it. Right, OK. I did it and I've sent it off. And whether I get it or not is another thing. <laughs> probably not, because it's probably too late, but it sounds low in it. <laughs> Could have been the one that got away. <laughs> but what I'm going to do, I'm going to tell you this. I've just yeah. had a phone call now from my agent about, I don't know if I told you, I did a, a, an, um, a an, what do they call it when they, uh, when they, they develop it? A, a DNR. Uh, Oh, I know. Uh, I know you do, like a theatrical thing. You have a little bit of practice, get it on stage, you, get it up you, on its legs. Yeah, you you develop it. Develop, develop and, and right. yeah. So I did this on on a thing called Toy Mike Trev. <gasps> yes. And it was about the bloke who used to sing with a little plastic mic in Cardiff. Yeah. You know, he was he was quite famous. Yes. And he was called Toy Mike Trev because he had a little toy plastic mic, and he wasn't a bad singer. And yeah. he, anyway, he died. Yeah. And they've written a musical about him. And I did this R&D about him, and I was playing the part of Toy Mike Trev. Anyway, they've, uh, today I got another email. Could I do five days on it at the Millennium? So I don't know if they can actually show it at the Millennium, or it's just going to be like a rehearsal with audience. I'm not sure. So I've just, uh, just given them my dates. I can do it. Fantastic. That's in October. Or, yeah, October. Oh, so that's that. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. Oh, there we are. Yeah. You should go away on holiday more often. The gigs will come flying uh, in. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> So I came back stressed. I was not stressed while I was there. <laughs> well, I hope, I'm you, yeah, I hope you brought home lots of Rioja. I'm going to kick on Friday, by the way. Blackwood Miners Institute. Oh. So I've got to, um, oh, I'm going to have to rehearse the rest name of drop or you are Blackwood Miners. I don't want to talk about it too much, you know, but uh, yeah. It's, 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 you know. <laughs> I did panto there with Stan. Did you? It's a nice theatre. Yeah. Have, have you got a dressing room there like you got in the pavilion? I can't remember. I also did my Frankie Vaughan show there when I did the tour of the Frankie Vaughan show. It's lovely. I, I haven't been back. Last time I was there was. Uh, Kosovo. So it shows how many di- you know disasters away that was. Wow. It was uh, yeah, all uh, these little theatres like the mm. one in Pontypridd was good as well. But yeah. I have closed for a while. But I think it's reopened again. Is yeah. it? Well, this is only just it's reopened the, one... the Blackwood Miners. So we're we're hoping that people yeah. will realise the theatres open. So that's why I'm mentioning good. it. Good. Oh, yeah. good. Great. All right. Well, look, it's <laughs> it's <laughs> Ola from me, and it's. Oh, no, 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 no,